0: Sunrose Yoga. Reveal and remember your sacred nature through the practice of yoga. The Sunrose Yoga podcast is a collection of audio recordings, videos, and writings about the practices of yoga. The mission of this podcast is to share the teachings in an accessible way and to hold space for meaningful discussion about yoga. To learn more, please visit sunroseyoga.com. The podcast is made possible by the generous donations of students. If you practice with us here, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation over at sunroseyoga.com. Thank you. Blessings, beautiful yogin. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here for episode 126. This episode has several parts. First, what I want you to know right now. First, what I want to tell you right now. Second, A 20-minute all-levels practice. And third, a short chant. I'm so glad you're here. Before we jump in, I'd like to say a really big thank you to those of you who contribute to the podcast. Every dollar you send makes a big impact on my ability to bring you free episodes. And I appreciate each and every one of you listening right now. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I do this for you. So if there are any practices that you are curious about, please connect and I will create something just for you. Right on point. All of the show notes are at sunroseyoga.com. Love. I would love to give a little shout out to Gaia Conceptions an eco-loving clothing line based in Greensboro, North Carolina. I bought a beautiful strapless jumpsuit from Gaia Conceptions right before our trip to Indonesia, and it is magic. So well made, so kindly made. I have such a different connection to items, things that I buy directly from their makers. Wearing my getup from Gaia Conceptions makes me really happy. Check them out online. The link is in the show notes.
1: Thanks. What I
0: want to tell you right now is that you absolutely do not have to waltz into this year, 2015, with a list full of resolutions, intentions, visions. You don't even have to have a defining word or a mantra. What I've found over the years is that no matter how much I try to will the ways of the universe... Things unfold in their own time. That's not to say that there isn't a ton of work to do along the way. Quite the opposite, in fact. Through dedication, we prepare ourselves to receive the vision, the mantra, the big idea when it comes. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And along these lines, the sutra that I come back to over and over and over again is Yoga Sutra 112. And I think it speaks directly to this point. Like integration or mastery or stillness, nirodaha, accompanies many years, many moons of dedicated practice without attachment to the result. We show up day after day, chopping the wood and carrying the water without any expectation of what will come of it. And something is always coming. And usually the something is, you know, the interactions that we have with our partners and our children and our parents. These are the grand gestures of our lives. These are the big visions that play out our relationships. And so every day, the work is being done. Something is always coming. Something is always now. This is what I want you to know. Show up. Listen. And the rest will come to you in its own time. Love. Begin by settling into a seat. Um, We'll soon be transitioning to a seat where the soles of the feet are together. So you could begin there, or if it's more comfortable to sit cross-legged while we center for a couple of breaths, then do that. Allow your body to really settle into the support that's already happening from the earth and relax into the length of the spine. Be with the tiniest of movements that happen in your body as you breathe. Let your awareness sort of open and expand all the way to the skin. bring the hands to the heart or to the center of the forehead and dedicate the practice to staying open receptive present and you might bow to the earth or bow to your heart And in time, we'll make our way to that place where the soles of the feet are together, letting the distance between the pelvis and the heels be a sustainable one. And depending on the distance that your heels are from the pelvis, you might be able to hold on to your shins, or you might be able to reach your big toes with, the index and middle finger and breathe into the length of the spine. You might sit back a little bit. And as you exhale, start to pull your heart forward. You might even keep your head sort of lifted, looking forward as you hinge your body at the hips. Baddhakonasana, letting in time the chin start to tuck gently, noticing the length the back of the body, maybe tracing the path from the tailbone all the way to the crown of the head, and then maybe tracing the path along the front of the body from the pubic bone up along the front of the body all the way to the hairline, and just notice what attention, presence, curiosity brings. Press the soles of the feet together purposefully and with a breath in, start to come all the way back up to a seat. And with your next breath out, we'll start to twist toward the right. You might place your right hand right behind your sacrum, right behind your low back on the floor, and you might bring the top of or the back of your left hand to the top of your right leg. Pressing the soles of the feet together. Lengthening or relaxing into the length that's already happening as you breathe in. And as you breathe out, looking over the right shoulder. Broadening from collarbone to collarbone and from shoulder to shoulder. Staying stable and sturdy. In the low body and with a breath in untwisting ah oh, notice what you feel and with the next breath out we'll twist to the left so we might place the left hand behind the low back and bring the the back of your right hand to the top of the left knee lengthening the body with each breath in deepening your connection to the twist with each breath out maybe looking over the shoulder maybe broadening across the chest possibly pressing the soles of the feet together for more stability in the low body with a breath in, unwind the twist and just notice what you feel and in time we'll make our way to all fours so you might cross at the ankles and roll over the shins coming to all fours or you can bring the knees together and bring them to one side before making your way to hands and knees it could also be forearms and knees And at the pace of your own breath, we'll move between cow and cat. So breathing in, letting the heart sag between the shoulders and the tailbone point up, gazing up slightly. And as you breathe out, pressing the palms of the hands into the floor, rounding the spine, letting the crown of the head become heavy. And we'll move like that, moving between those two shapes at the pace of your own breath, noticing what you feel. And in time, as you breathe in, coming back to a neutral spine, all fours, hands and knees, and extending the right leg out to the right, placing the sole of that foot on the floor. And depending on what feels best for the knee and for the foot, the ankle and the hip, your toes might be facing forward, straight ahead, or you might externally rotate the hip and turn the toes out to face the right. From there, start to bring your body upright, bring the torso upright, so that you're standing on your left knee. And bring the arms out to T. We're stacked, left shoulder over left hip over left knee. And with a breath out, start to slide the upper body all the way toward the right, just sort of reaching parallel to the earth, sliding parallel before releasing the right hand Possibly to the shin or possibly to the thigh or hip, just not on the knee. And reaching the left hand straight up. So now you're stacking wrist over shoulder, over hip, over knee. And with each breath in, see if you can sort of climb up out of the pose. Resist the temptation to sort of bend and sag. enlivening the left hand maybe looking down at your right foot and with a breath in we'll bring the torso back up and we'll transition toward a modified side plank here on the left side so we'll release the left hand down to the floor maybe bringing the right hand to the right hip maybe pressing the sole of the right foot into the floor and then extending the right hand toward the sky. Some of you might want to experiment with lifting the right foot away from the floor, flexing it, pointing it, or finding the place where the ball of the foot is pointing and the toes are flexing. And notice the alignment of your body. Now, looking at the right side of the body, noticing the ankle, the hip, the shoulder, And then the right hand. Slowly setting that right foot back down. Exhaling, coming back to table. And in time, moving to downward facing dog. So lowering the knees to the floor, tucking the toes under, lifting the knees, lifting the hips, moving the legs towards straight. And maybe shifting your body from the left to the right. Maybe bending one or both knees at a time. Breathing into the fullness of the back of the body. With a breath in, lower the knees to the floor and we'll extend the left leg out toward the left. Pressing the sole of the foot into the floor again. You know, finding the position of the foot and ankle that feels right for your body, for your particular geometry. And then bringing the torso upright. Extending the arms out to T so that they're parallel to the floor and perpendicular to the spine breathe into the length of the body from the right knee up the right side of the body and as you breathe out start to slide the upper body all the way toward the left before releasing the left hand down reaching the right hand toward the sky lifting and lengthening and while you're here can you be with both of your lungs can you stay with the buoyancy in the left lung even though We've created asymmetry across the torso. With a breath in, let's bring the torso back upright and we'll transition towards side plank, modified side plank on the second side. So releasing the right hand to the floor, either pressing the sole of the left foot into the floor or lifting the left leg up and away and again you might extend your left hand toward the sky or you might reach it up overhead and really concentrate on the line that's being created on the left side of the body leaving room lots of room for softness on the left side of the body And with a breath in, slowly easing back toward table. And with a breath out, moving toward downward facing dog or something like it. Maybe anahatasana, maybe puppy, maybe bhaktasana. And breathing into the fullness of the back of the body. Breathing some softness into the front of the body and again maybe bring your awareness to that line from the pubic bone all the way up the front of the body all the way over the face to the place at the top of the forehead where the forehead and the scalp meet and notice what that attention there does and in time we'll let a breath in Invite the right foot to step forward. And we'll find our way into a high lunge. So the left knee is lifted away from the floor. If you have two blocks or something like blocks, like big books, you might elevate the hands there so that you can really focus your attention on the length of the body. From the center of your left heel to the center of the right knee, noticing the distance. And the right knee is stacked right over top of the right ankle. And you breathe into both sides of the body. And we'll maybe bend the left knee a little bit, bringing the hands to the top of the right thigh. Engage the left glutes. As you let your tailbone become slightly heavier, start to notice the distance from the top of the left knee to the bottom of the left ribs. Bring the hands to sweep around and up overhead. And then as you breathe out, sort of soften everywhere, right at the skin. And we'll breathe in and bring the hands together at the heart. And as you breathe out, start to twist toward the right, hooking the left elbow on the top of the right leg lengthening the body lengthening from the heel all the way to the top of your head and as you breathe out like fully coming into that smile from collarbone to collarbone shoulder to shoulder still using that left leg by engaging the glutes. Breathe in and untwist, placing the hands on the blocks, and then we'll ease our way to pigeon, ekapada kapotasana. Turning externally, rotating the right hip, lowering the outside edge of that foot and leg to the floor, squaring the hips to the top of the mat. So for lots of us, it makes sense to prop up the right haunch, the right booty. Maybe tuck the left toes under, engaging the leg a bit. And with an exhalation, start to walk the heart toward the earth, general direction of the earth. You don't need to go anywhere, but there's a sensibility of softening, of yielding to earth. Let's take this into a little twist so it will start to walk the upper body toward the left. And you might even press your your right elbow into the sole of the right foot. You might also just sort of lean on the right elbow. And with a breath in, let's come back. the center we'll walk the body back to the center and with a breath out press the palms of the hands into the floor and step back to downward facing dog oh that feels good nice increase blood flow to the backs of the legs softening at the heart and with a breath in as it comes to you we'll step the left foot forward start the sequence again on the second side beginning with that appreciation of the space that's already happening in your body length is already happening all the time life is happening we're just becoming aware of it and maybe bending the right knee a little bit bringing the hands to the top of the left thigh engaging the right glutes noticing the distance from the knee to the bottom of the right ribs breathing in and circle sweeping the arms around and up exhale and soften at the shoulders, soften at the hands soften the face being open to receive breathing in bring the hands to the heart and as you breathe out start to twist to the left hook the right elbow To the outside edge of the left leg breathe into the length of your body that's already happening use your right leg maybe bend the knee a bit engage the glutes breathing in untwisting maybe placing the hands onto the blocks as you then transition toward pigeon so we'll lay the left ankle down on the floor lay the outer knee down on the floor sink lower untucking the toes squaring the hips maybe supporting the left hip with a blanket or block and as you breathe out starting to invite the heart to move toward earth breathing into the fullness of the back of the maybe starting to add a little twist here maybe walking the upper body over toward the right using your hands to help you stay with the length of your spine and even though we're creating that sense of asymmetry like staying buoyant in both of the lungs staying buoyant in the right lung here Breathing in, starting to untwist. Breathing out, stepping back to down dog. And then transitioning from down dog to malasana. So walking the hands toward the feet. Lowering the bum toward the heels. Let it be a really rounded back malasana. Let the forehead become heavy. And in time we'll transition Malasana to Bakasana. So you might lift the heels away from the floor and you might scooch the knees closer together. Walking the arms first over to the left side, pressing the upper, the, the tricep area of your right arm into the outer edge of the left knee, shifting your weight into the hands, gazing forward on the floor. As the feet slowly lift away from the floor in their own time and this shape is more about the twist than anything else that the feet never need to leave the earth for this shape to happen this shape has been happening this whole time we're just starting to become more aware of it coming back to the center and then we'll, we'll switch sides so we'll walk the arms over the right side so a nice deep right twist here left tricep snuggles into the outer edge of your right leg shifting the weight into the hands gaze moves forward on the floor see if you can let a smile emerge from collarbone to collarbone we'll come back down. So from, from Malasana, where we are, let's lower the bum all the way to the floor and we'll extend the legs straight, flexing the feet so that the heels come up and away from the floor, breathing in, stretching the arms toward the sky. And as you breathe out, hinge from the hips, maybe taking hold of the big toes or the outer edges of the feet. This is... A hamstring stretch. So if you're feeling it in the back, use a strap or bring your hands up your legs. Like, really pay attention. Self-study and honesty here so that the work is happening in the backs of the legs. That's what needs it now. relax our grasp on the feet and with a breath in come all the way up bend at the knees and then roll all the way down to the floor so that you're resting on your back with knees bent and for a couple of breaths press the soles of the feet into the floor and the small of the back the low back the lumbar curve into the floor And as you breathe out, come back to neutral. And just a couple of times, just like that. And in time, we'll settle into a shape of rest whether that's lying on the back or the side or the belly, the legs up the wall, or sitting. Let everything settle into your bones. Let your awareness come right up to the skin. Be open to receive. Bring some movement back to the fingers and the toes. Letting that movement spread across the body, stretching long and then hugging the knees back into the chest, and rocking from side to side. And maybe rolling to your favorite side, or otherwise just coming up to your seat. And bringing the hands to the heart. In a way that feels natural and meaningful. Thanks for sharing this space. When you're open to receive... you are looking for will find you. Peace. So I thought we could finish our practice today by making some sounds and I thought that we could focus our attention on the chant Loka Samasta Suki no Bhavantu which means may all beings everywhere be happy and free. And really and truly the idea when making sound is to let it be an exploration. And this begins by not worrying about making mistakes and allowing yourself the space to be curious and to notice what it feels like to make the sounds and what it feels like to sort of receive the vibration of this particular chant. So even as you're offering these words and the intention behind them, be open to receive what they have for you. So I'll play some some notes, but as always, when we're singing together, you are not obligated to sing them. And like really and truly allow this chant to emerge as it does for you. It's ever changing, always changing.
1: Thank you, beautiful yogi. Jaima.